dress on Screaming that second day was such a turn on 25 years ago today The world lost Bradley Knoll Father, husband Guitarist Vocalist and by all accounts, a good time dude. The disease of addiction is unflinching and indiscriminatory, meaning that it will take you out. Doesn't matter if you're a store clerk, musician, or whatever the hell you do for a living. Get help if you need it. But here to take care of your undercarriage and to give us the news of the day, ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite human beings on the planet, you know him, you'll love him, he'll be reading the news over lullaby versions of popular songs, Mr. John Senninga. You know, I don't know if through the history of time, uh, the situation that's taking place between our legs as gentlemen has been properly acknowledged because, you know, there, there are things hanging and dangling and then your legs can rub together. It can get sweaty. It can get gamey. And we deserve our own line of products just to tend to our undercarriage. And that is why Chassis is the answer. Man care for down there. They are local to the Tampa Bay area. You can get them worldwide and all of the products are made in the United States of America. Little peek behind the curtain. I don't know if you know this. A lot of times companies, they say, hey, we want to sell this product. And then somebody in China or some other country makes it and they just slap a label on it. That is not how Chassis works. They had a, a team of scientists work on the special recipe for all their products that will keep you dry Odor-free and chafe-free all day long. You can go for the powder that changed the game, Ice Max powder, premium powder, or restoration cream and start your day with shower primer every single morning so that you treat that area with the respect that it deserves. No more chafing for you if you stock up on your chassis today at chassisformen.com. Hmm. So last night hurt. Uh, that's that's all I'll say. Uh, the, uh, the, well... I'll tell you where it didn't hurt. I'll, I'll play a clip of when it didn't hurt, and then everything else hurt. Okay. Offensive scoring chances, and Vasilevsky had the answer. The Lightning were up 3-1 to one after the first period. Sam Bennett lost that draw, and it's worked near sides of Blake Coleman. Coleman dumps it in off the boards, goes in after it, swings it across. They score! Tipped in on the near side by Ross Colton, and the Lightning have scored first just 53 seconds into the game. Oh, that felt so, good. So, I mean, how good did that feel? And I, and I think, the you know, we talked to our buddy Dave Randorf yesterday and asked the question, should be should we be worried about this young-ass kid, this whippersnapper, uh, Spencer Knight? And it, and it felt pretty damn good that 52 seconds in, you go, okay, well, he didn't stop that one. Uh-uh. Like maybe, maybe there's nothing to, you know, there's nothing to be too concerned about. Yeah. Well, the Florida Panthers fought off elimination with a 4-1 to victory over the Lightning in Game 5 of their first-round playoff series last night at the BB&T Center in Sunrise. Tampa Bay continues to lead the series three games to two with Game 6 Wednesday in Tampa. Mackenzie Wegar and Mason Marchment. That guy, that Marchment, yeah. he's just got a... There are some guys on this team 
that just really irk me. I don't know what it is about the way that they play hockey and just the way that their stupid faces look, uh, <laughs> but they, these guys piss me off. Uh, Marchment scored in the second period as Florida took its first lead of the game. Patrick Hornquist, that son of a bitch, too. He always looks mad, and his mad-looking face makes me mad. He scored on the power play early in the third, and Frank Vitrano scored an empty netter at the end of the game. Rookie Spencer Knight, the youngest goalie in NHL history to start an elimination game stopped 36 of 37 shots in his first career postseason that dude is that 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 guy's a beast i mean if he plays like that you've got to have a special goalie i believe in the nhl to make any true progress in the stanley cup finals and we've seen the other two options this guy looks like the guy. How interesting is it that that uh, Bavrovsky is the highest paid guy that they have, not even dressed for an elimination game? Uh, a sports expert we both know said Lightning just did not have it last night. Outplayed end-to-end. The rookie goalie for Florida is getting way too much credit. He did not have to work yeah, hard, in my that- opinion. I don't know who it was. It may have been. It may have, Was that Todd? Yeah. Yeah, it may have been a tweet from Todd. I think, or I think it was a tweet from Todd that said they were protecting the, that the Panthers were protecting the net. Like there was a block of gold inside it because he didn't really face that much. Even at the end of the game, when Cooch got that shot off and in our boy, you know, Dave and, and, and Brian, they both said it looked like it was wide, but I think just the optics of it for the crowd there, which was at 75% and looked wild. I I know that when you have that many more people, it's hard to compare it against a crowd that is significantly less, but their crowd was absolutely wild. Uh, It was overall a bummer, and the bummer continues today because the NHL's Department of Player Safety has handed down a pair of maximum fines to the Lightning's Pat Maroon and Ryan McDonough for their illegal hits during Tampa Bay's Game 5 loss to the Panthers last night. McDonough was fined $5,000 for his cross-check on the uh, Panthers' Mason Marchment, which that guy, I just wish that the NHL, and, and it's easy to look at certain instances and try to paint a bigger picture, that dude had just come for his head seconds before. Him, you know, throwing that stick up to the face was to only ensure that he didn't get blindsided like he had a minute earlier. So I don't I don't understand what you're supposed to do in a if you're a player who's been railed a few seconds ago and you're about to be railed again. I guess you just take it? I guess that's what the NHL wants you to do. What he he just lifted his stick a little well, bit. Well, I mean, he I mean he took his stick and jammed it into his face, but if you're going to if you're coming for me, if you're trying to make a run at me, I don't know yeah. what you can do to defend yourself. Correct. Maybe a, a sunset flip, as we call it in the wrestling biz, where you go down, your head goes in between their legs, and then you just flip them over your head. Not <laughs> sure how that fits into the hockey world, but that may be a backup. Uh, Maroon was fined nearly $4,000 for his hit on Panthers forward uh, Noel Asiari saying that wrong in the third Achari in the third period uh, Maroon lined up in the faceoff circle and bulldozed Achari to the ground at the puck drop uh, drawing an unsportsmanlike penalty that was pretty that was bad that was pretty that was pretty blatant yeah but it it's almost like we got these fines and it what we took some early penalties early or we took some bad penalties early but I didn't feel like we got the revenge that we talked about. Like it would be a lot easier to sit here with the L today if I felt like we were talking about the revenge that we deserved. It was just some stupid mistakes yeah. and and some blatant you know bad plays that led to these to these fines and to the penalties that got him got us in the situation but I I'm not feeling 
I'm not f- feeling uh, fulfilled no. with uh, no revenge. We did not get uh, justifiable revenge. No, or or a win. So I mean, yeah. I, I can handle one of the two. Yeah. Uh, if there was any way to piss off Boston fans any more than Tom Brady has, he may have found the way to do it. Uh, Tom Brady has taken his offseason workouts to the New York Yankees spring training field to the disdain of Boston and New York sports fans alike. The future Hall of Fame quarterback uploaded photos to his Instagram story of him and his Buccaneer teammates Chris Godwin and Rob Gronk. Kowski at the Yankees Tampa Bay facility on Monday. Brady only had to travel a few blocks to get there as the field is located just up the street from the Buccaneer Stadium, Raymond James. So I guess uh, I guess that the Boston sports radio is losing their mind uh, because the, I mean, it's bad enough, I guess, to them that he left and left them behind. But now that he's inside the Yankees training building, um, I haven't been able to find legitimate audio of it, but I've got some quotes Um WFAN New York Sports Radio Afternoon co-host and Yankee fan uh, Chris McDonald reacted to the news that Brady was training. I'm disgusted. Why are they letting him in there? Uh, and then the morning show in Boston. No one in New York or to- or Boston likes Tom Brady. <laughs> Nobody can stand him. He's alienated most of the country. We love him. I mean, we we do, we do. Now, if he can, and, and I saw that you saw the uh, the photo of the picture that or the shirt that he's wearing while while these training uh, sessions are going on. If you haven't seen them on his Instagram, it's a rundown of every Super Bowl that he has won, uh, a, a list, and then at the bottom just says seven championships. I think it's safe to say the swag level has gone up and up. Obviously, I think it really got cranked up when he released the first video with Gronk to the to the Bad Boy for Life video. I think that was the first peak at super swag that we saw, and it's only gone up since he's gotten to Tampa. But if he can get another one with the level of swag and, and in-your-face nature to everything he does, this will have to be the best one because not only is he doing it now, he's not doing it subtly. He's doing it by telling you I'm the best, which makes it feel even a little more impressive if he can't pull it off. Agreed. And we thought there could be drama uh, after hearing that he was failing physicals, but that was all for not. Wide receiver Antonio Brown has passed his physical and has signed a contract with the Buccaneers. Brown agreed to a one-year deal to return to Tampa Bay on April 28th that could be worth up to $6.25 million. He is guaranteed $3.1, including a $2 million signing bonus. The agreement came one week after Brown reached a settlement on a civil suit with his former trainer who had accused him of sexually assaulting her on three separate occasions. So the agreement came then. The actual signing took place uh, took place as of this morning. Boo. So there were some hopes that maybe there was a little more behind him failing the physical, maybe being butthurt that, uh, you know, th- that they picked up a- another wide receiver in the draft. But it turns out he really is here, and I guess there's nothing we can do with Sure, he it. won't be a distraction this year. Uh, honestly, we could just hope for it. I mean, maybe if Tom, out of all the impressive things that Tom Brady has been able to do, keeping Antonio Brown out of trouble is right up there with winning seven Super Bowls, Agreed. in my opinion. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. As unexpected and delightful. Man, I've got some wild audio out of Minneapolis. Police responded to reports of gunfire earlier today near the place where George Floyd was killed. Uh, one person was transferred to the Hennepin County Medical Center with non-life-threatening injury after arriving uh, at Abbott Northwestern Hospital. The craziest part of it all, it was all captured by a local news crew who was trying to do a live shot uh, when, fo- when, uh, when shots rang out. 
this bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be... Uh, to... Just got to be careful here with some gunshots. Excuse us, excuse us. What, just, just real quick, what kind of coverage is this guy normally doing where he, he casually is, oh, just... We're just having a little issue here with some gunshots here, mate. He doesn't sound yeah. like he's from Chicago. No, no, he's not. Uh, or Minneapolis, for that matter. No. Well, I mean, Chicago. Just got to be careful here with some... What? Chicago, there's a lot of gunshots. Oh, yeah, So yeah. if he was from there, he'd be used to it. Gunshots. Excuse us, excuse us. Excuse us. Excuse us. Excuse us. Excuse us. Excuse us. It sounds like gunshots. I'll let you know what this is. Uh, these seem to be gunshots. Absolutely insane. Not not tons of details coming out about what happened. One person was hit, uh, and and there's been no follow up. But uh, what a, what a, what a crazy thing that pretty much right uh, in that moment at the spot where George Floyd was killed, uh, there there's shots breaking out. So nuts. Absolutely, uh, absolutely insane. Um, Guy Fieri. He's, he, he's a legend. He's done so many different things. He stepped up to save uh, the restaurant industry. We've heard of all of his charitable deeds. He happens to also create one of the greatest burgers uh, known to oh, man. We had it. Disc. I, well, I told you, you're going down to Sarasota. Yeah. And we didn't hear much about it after the announcement. But remember, they opened up one of those ghost kitchens where you can get one of his burgers. So they still got that down there. Maybe put that on the hit list while you're down there. Google Guy Fury Ghost Kitchen. So while um you know while we're talking about the big contracts of Antonio Brown and other athletes Guy Fieri penned a new a new deal that is pretty sweet for anybody in the situation uh, that he's in. Uh, Eighty million dollars over three years, and and if you need to know how good that is, that's a fifty million dollar raise from the previous uh, agreement he had with the Food Network. The eight figure deal makes the fifty three year old top paid chef on cable TV. His longest running show, Diners, Drive Ins, and Dives, has been on the air since two thousand six and generated more than two hundred and. 30 million in ad revenue in the year 2020 alone. Mm. It, it, it's kind of crazy because I've heard that a lot of the hardcore, like real deal chefs that have shows, they kind of, they look at Guy Fieri some sort of way because yeah. he's clearly, when you've got the Bobby Flays and, and the Emerald Lagasse's and the guys that really look at their, their work in the kitchen as, as art. And then you've got a guy like Guy Fieri, who's a little more rugged. Obviously he hones in on the, on the bacon discs of the world, but at the same time, people love it. I mean, I can sit and get lost in diners, drive-ins, and dives oh. for for hours on end. Uh, we've got one in Tampa. A, a ghost kitchen? Guy Fieri's Flavor Town Kitchen International Plaza. So you can you can order a guy burger. Well, are there anybody? Is there anybody there now? We're popular in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so you're asking if anybody's cooking well, in the ghost kitchen? I, I'm just saying, I, it feels like we're always one degree away from any one given person. So I'd have to say either they're listening to us currently in the Guy Fieri ghost kitchen or somebody who's banging somebody who works in the Guy Fieri kitchen is listening to us right now. Hold on one second. I think we have someone right here. Good afternoon. Oh, oh, I think I think there may have been a little bit of a miscommunication, Mr. Host. What may I prepare for you today, John? Well, you know, with this whole COVID thing, we have these things called ghost kitchens. Yes. A ghost will cook your meal and well, follow you home. Okay. Well, maybe maybe I'm the one. Maybe I'm the one who's confused because I just thought it was a kitchen that didn't have a restaurant. Oh, no. It is a kitchen 
haunted by 999 spooks, ghouls, and apparitions. Oh! But there's always room for a thousand. Mr. Host or Drew, I'm not sure if you either of you could comment on this. Did you hear that the former uh, melting pot down here on 4th Street is haunted? Yes. Uh, any, any, you got friends over there? I do. Why do you think a meal there took four hours and when you left, you smelled like a ghost sprayed his hot oil all over your face? <laughs> Please do not pull up on your lap bar of a doom buggy. I will do it for you. So, yeah, it'd be cool if somebody was listening in the ghost kitchen. Did you hear about that, though, about how there's ghost hunters in the old melting pot up there? Be- yeah. Before they turn it into whatever they're turning it into, they did research in there. Fondue's weird to me because you know I love the pancake place where you cooked a meal. And oh, yeah. You... I don't like to cook my meals like fondue-wise. I, d- I don't want to do that work. Which is odd because a pancake is so much easier to mess up and so much more work. You're not wrong. I just don't. I don't know. And then I remember they had me, their PR firm had me out to a concept that they had where you didn't cook your own food. They cooked the food for okay, you. Okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah, it was. The ghost stories there, though, although I don't know if they're true, supposedly, like, they were finding, like, threats written on the uh, mirrors and stuff late at night. Like, there have been people for a long time saying that something's going on in that building. So. Interesting. It is interesting to know. Uh, Speaking of ghosts and ghosting, an article from Fox 13 reads, employers being ghosted by prospective employees. A growing number of people are landing job interviews and even job offers, but then not showing up for the prospective employer in what is now being termed job ghosting. It is a job seekers market right now with plenty of options. So business experts say the trend uh, is forming among some candidates and it can be so that they can still collect benefits. Uh, this specific article interviews Russell Clayton, who is an instructor of business administration at USF Muma. Muma? Yeah. Muma. M-U- Muma College. M-U-M-A? Yeah. Muma. Muma. I'm sorry, Muma, College of, <laughs> College of Business. Uh, and he says, it is unfortunately becoming somewhat of a norm. It's being looked at as acceptable to ghost an interview, which I would have never thought of a few years ago, but it is becoming commonplace. And what's interesting is that this goes back, uh, a February survey by Indeed found 28% of job seekers ghosted an employer over the past year. That's up 10 percentage points from 2019. So it's almost as if this was becoming a trend before COVID really started, you know, started going. So hosting an interview. So, but, but this goes on uh, to, to talk about how industries are trying to band together to where there'll be a list. And uh, let's say that you're trying uh, to, to get a job in the restaurant business or with an automotive manufacturer, certain industries would have lists. And if you ghost an interview, you could be not eligible for other interviews or other positions. Dude, they could ghost you. Yeah. Like set up the interview and then just not show up for well, it. Well, and I think it just ties this, this ties directly into our it's okay, it's not okay yesterday when we talked about those benefits. And I know that's not going to the, the benefits that are going to be running out, the bonus benefits that are going to be running out for the state of Florida. And I just don't know how you can have the same things happen simultaneously. How can you have the need for extra money while you have people doing things like this? Like the two, it seems as if there's got to be an overlap there. It doesn't affect every person the same, but there's got to be an overlap of people who are taking job interviews, not showing up for them, even accepting jobs and then not showing up for them. And the fact that, you know, 
there are a lot of people unemployed. <laughs> there are, and there's just this weird, like you said, there, there's an overlap of these are the jobs that are available, these are the people that need jobs, and for whatever reason, the two just aren't coming together. It's very, 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 very interesting. And I think, I said it yesterday, I think you've got to pull back that money just as almost an experiment to, to just know, is this going to fix is this going to fix our problem? Because right now you may think that it's a staffing thing, but how many businesses out there are having to reduce their hours or having right. to close on certain days, or they're just not getting return customers. Think of what happened to us downtown. Oh. How many people have gone to that place, had experiences like that, and it will affect their bottom line moving forward because they don't have enough people to keep their restaurants staffed. Yeah. So and if, and if you're not delivering good experiences, people aren't going to go back to your restaurant. Right. So I think that the pick, you know, the, the scenario is a little bit bigger than we'd like to even even think and then so you you take those away and you find out can we start staffing some of these places and right. if we don't then we look at the bigger situation but until then we haven't touched on this yet but this absolutely tragic story out of italy we uh you brought up a scenario earlier where you you talked about someone's father uh dying when they're young and how that affects somebody yeah well how do you think it affects a young child when they're in a terrible tragedy that wipes out their entire family and that's what happened the sole survivor from italy's devastating cable car crash oh. is a five-year-old who lost his entire family in the accident the little boy lost his mother father two-year-old brother and grandparents in the tragedy that took place in northern italy and investigators are trying to work out what what went wrong with the cable car which plunged about 65 feet to the ground as it was approaching the top of the mountain overlooking uh, a mountain in the northern region of piedmont the family who were israeli were among 14 people who died the other victims were all italian with the exception of a young man from iran and they believe literally believe that the the guy the dad holding his his five-year-old so tight uh, as this thing fell, is what saved his life. So many questions. How do you talk to that kid about that? When do you talk to that kid about that? And that kid's going to need counseling for the rest of his life to deal with the guilt that he feels for surviving a crash that killed his sister, his parents, his grandparents. I mean, just like the family. Everybody that you loved in your immediate circle is just gone instantaneously. Oh, and you, uh, it's tragic yeah it, it really really it really really is an el paso law firm has identified the woman who is seen on video jumping a barrier to gain access into the el paso zoo's spider monkey enclosure uh, i've got audio from the the local news story that break down uh, that breaks down what happened when the woman took the leap putting El Paso on the map for the wrong reason. An El Paso woman seen over the weekend climbing into the spider monkey enclosure at the El Paso Zoo. Well, officials tell us she was trying to feed the animals. Today, we've learned she lost her job. And police are now investigating the case. ABC 7's JC Navarrete joins us live now in the studio with the latest on what's happening. JC. Eric, I spoke with the director of the El Paso Zoo earlier today concerning this video that's playing right here on your screen. They tell me they've been working with the El Paso Police Department to get charges pressed. Zoo officials are concerned the actions of one could end up costing all of us heading to the zoo. I mean, there's no reference of, of this woman being drunk or on any drugs. Like, what what's going through your mind where you think you can just start? Have you seen the video yet? Yeah. Because it's like very water. There's waterfalls and there's water running through. And she's just frolicking around trying to feed the spider monkeys uh, red hot Cheetos. 
Flaming Hot Cheetos, sorry. They don't eat those in the wild, just so you know. Oh, they don't? No. No, they regular Cheetos are nothing at all. Um, man, there's a there's a mental condition that causes people to want to get close to zoo animals. Remember the lady, I think it was in Japan, she got like real close to the polar bear enclosure and he mauled her? Yeah. Well, and there's there's just I guess there's a divide in the human brain. Like some people just, it, it's, it's, they don't have, because I think people, when you go to the zoo, you go, oh, this, that'd be kind of cool to get in there. Like, that'd be kind of cool. Right. And then there are those people who don't have that block in the brain that tells you, <laughs> don't you can't, do that. You can't do that. Right. You can't do that. Yeah. Uh, in rapid fire, real quickly, uh, Kevin Spacey has landed his first role since being accused of sex crimes as a man investigating sex crimes, which I find to be somewhat interesting. Uh, John Cena is being blasted for apologizing to China after accidentally calling Taiwan a country, which I guess that's a big thing over there. Oh, yeah. And and, and people are saying he has no backbone, uh, but it's almost worth it because his apology video was done in Mandarin. And if you can't not laugh at John Cena talking in Mandarin. It is John Cena. Oh. And I think it's pretty messed up that China could get an apology, but you couldn't after what he did to you. Thank you, John. Uh, and, and just if I can just put an, uh, a little exclamation point on the joints today, our good friend John Morgan back at it again uh, with, a, with a problem or at least something he's having trouble with uh, as he gets a little bit older. Get older, putting underwear on becomes like almost like riding a roller coaster. It's a it's a thrill ride. You get one leg in, and you start trying to put the other leg in, and the other leg somehow the hole disappears. I don't know how the hole disappears, but it just goes away. And then you start hopping. Now you're moving. Now I used to be hell on a pogo stick as a kid, and you know that comes in handy, but it's dangerous. Uh, and that leg, that leg hole gets smaller and smaller the older you get. And you find yourself hopping around. I will say that I do now know why all those old people have those I've fallen and can't get up necklaces because they're probably hopping around trying to put their underwear on. This dude needs a show. I mean, he needs to. He, he where is he? He's in Hawaii, and then yeah. he's up in North Florida most of the time. Uh, Winter Park. Yeah, he the, the bow needs to give this guy a show. Agreed. Yeah, he's uh, the pot daddy deserves it. No and I'm question. all burnt. Uh, the Rays are still winning eleven in a row. Drew Grab alive. Who are you? Hi, my name's Eric. Hey, what's up? You here to win John's joints? Uh, hopefully so. I barely ever get to hear him uh, due to my job, but I think I might nail it uh, today. All right, go ahead. All right, first song, <clears throat> Sublime, Wrong Way. Correct. Okay. All right, number two, yep. Sublime. Yep. What I got. Well. Correct. This one, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge you here. You got this. You Again. got this. You got this, bro. Sublime, April 29th, 1992, also known as Miami. We'll give it to him. Uh, it was actually Saw Red, uh, but uh, you sound like a real nice guy, and I want to hook you up with a $25 Wawa gift card that will be mailed to you because we love Wawa. They do great things for our show, and they have awesome paninis. So hold on one second, okay? I appreciate it. I love Wawa, and I love you guys. Have a great night. Thank you so much. We love you, too. Oh, man, that's a soundbite. Uh, coming up next on Drew Garabo Live, we will give you details 
in the Duncan manslaughter charge. I'm not going to say this should change your mind, but details have been released about the victim in this case that opened my eyes a little bit. And because you were feeling bad for him, the victim. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, up until this new news broke, I mean, you. I had yeah. I had very little sympathy for the racist man who got punched. I mean, I did see you putting that wreath outside of the Duncan. I mean, now I'm ready to start a free Corey Pujols movement, and I'll tell you why next on Drew Grub Alive. Many weight loss can not only help you lose that extra weight, they will have you with a clear mind, feeling better, more energy, and those are just a few things that come along with shedding those extra pounds. It's the program that keeps you accountable and keeps you losing weight because nothing is more motivational than looking down at the scale and knowing that what you're doing is paying off. They've got locations in South Tampa, Brandon, Lutz, Clearwater, and they want to get you a free assessment. If you go to startmedi.com slash 1025, that's startmedi.com slash 1025, or call 877-MED-LOSS. When you do that, make sure you let them know that you heard John Senning talking about it. Where? On Drew Garoppolo Live. You're listening to Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone. Listen to The Bone. Stay entertained and informed at home using Alexa. Simply say, Alexa, play 102.5 The Bone.